Okay, so how's your 4th of July, buddy? It was fantastic. Did you celebrate uh, the United States? I did, with the worst bird alive himself. Went to Seb's house. I thought he, he's not here today because he got deported, I heard. Oh, yeah. Ice came. Ice came. <laughs> they got him. He didn't mark himself safe on Facebook, so he might be gone. <laughs> uh, Do you have a good time? What did you guys do? Did you, you don't, since you have, so for those that are listening that don't know, that don't know Jaso has three kids. Mm-hmm. So I had all eat, three. So you don't drink or do drugs on 4th of July? No. You just kept it clean. I had a couple beers. A couple beers? I was at Seb's house, though, and he's obviously sober, so... Well, we know how that goes. We know <laughs> but, how sober Seb goes. You know what I tried? Ends with, ends with a crack rock and some couple trans ladies. <laughs> I made fun of it because my brother has been sending me these like really terrible DMs of himself drinking White Claws in bed, and, and I tried one. It's not bad. I get Dude, it. Everybody's talking. Whoever is doing the marketing for, for genius. White Claw, genius. Because everybody is talking about that fucking shit right now. I feel now. like they just paid Barstool a ton of money. Is that and, what it is? Because it's on all of their videos. I'm they seeing talk it about everywhere, it. not just Barstool. It's crazy. It's basically, There's at least five people in this office that were drinking that shit. Have you tried um, it? No. It's basically like LaCroix with alcohol in it, and you can't taste it. Can't taste that booze. Five percent alcohol, so it's like more than a beer. Yeah, you'll. Oh, that that could be dope. So it's not heavy though. Like no, a beer. no, no, no. It's it's like a sparkling water it's with alcohol. In it. It's genius. That is genius. But yeah, we'll so, so so TK doesn't really drink that much anymore. Yeah, so right. she tried I've one. Seen TK, she goes. So she, goes she goes in. She goes in. Yeah. So so I come home last night and she tried one. She's like, I'm not trying that. I'm like, just try it. It's pretty good. She tries it. Come home yesterday. She bought like a fucking 24 pack for Target. My well, whole you, fridge. Your brother is white drinks them in his bed? My brother my brother is recently single and now he's kind of a fuckboy. And he'll just like send me videos, see a chug, send a chug, this stupid thing. I'm like, that's dumb. That's like the ice challenge. I'm like, it's 7 a.m., dude. What do you, I'm not drinking anything. What do, I'm like, what are you drinking white cloth for? That's how I got hip to it. But anyway, it's not that bad. And 4th of July was lovely. How was your 4th of July, Shane? Well, we should talk. Uh, it, it was, it was, Fine, but there's nothing we're talking about on Fourth of July. We should talk about texts that were sent uh, early in the morning that you were not responding to. <sighs> I think we should just open up with that and gloat a little bit. Okay, so I don't know. Ooh, I better be careful with this. I'm still going to say it. I don't know if I've woken up in a better mood than when I woke up. What did you see first? Our text? Were you getting other texts? Your text. Okay. I woke up to the text thread and I looked at it because I... I didn't I was I rolled out of bed and I looked and I looked at our thread because it was there was like a hundred and fifteen text messages in my inbox. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And I look All and you me. guys are like, We got Kawhi! We got Kawhi! And I was like, you know, no way. And I started looking online. I'm like, oh my God. You guys are like, <laughs> there he is. You guys got to experience it in the moment. Oh. Man. So the the fa- the face of Los Angeles sports has forever changed. Kawhi Leonard signs with the Clippers. Uh, along with Paul George, uh, which, which is a, which is just huge because for for quite a few reasons. The main one being that he he, he chose the Clippers over the Lakers. First time that that's ever happened. There's no longer there's there's some as lifelong some parity between the two teams now. Even though the Clippers have been better than the Lakers for the last decade. Yeah, but, but, but Shane still. and I have unapologetically been diehard Clipper fans since since the nineties. Since me, the nineties, yeah. yeah. Since I was a kid, I was definitely in middle school when I first started getting yeah. into it. And every free agency, it seems like, oh, we can get we this guy. Get him. We might get him. And I think the best we've ever done is Baron Davis. That's true. I was trying to think the best 
Baron Davis or Crown Butler, maybe the year they yeah. signed Crown Butler, because Crown Butler was still, still in his prime. He's still in his prime. He won a ring with Miami or whatever with uh, Dallas. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting. So we, 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 you and I, along with two other uh, Clipper fans, we've been on this text thread, and Jay. So I, I have to apologize to you because I openly blamed you because it wasn't looking like <laughs> Ka- Kawhi was going to sign. We. We've thought for the last nine months that Kawhi Leonard was a done deal. He's going to sign mm. with with the Clippers, right? Well, Woj reported it yeah. about nine months ago, and then the it might have complicated things with Toronto winning the title. Mm-hmm. But at no point was there ever like Lakers are on the table for the Clippers. I mean, for no. for Kawhi, that was that was off, that was off. Then it looked like the Lakers were in fact going to get him, and we were not going to get him. And Jaso, I blame Jaso for jinxing it, <laughs> which was unfair to begin with. But I was mad. I was lashing out. And you definitely the last two days leading up to it because Chris Broussard and the rest of the morons, fuck them, most worthless sports reporting ever. And I will give Woj credit for this; he didn't say a word. Nope. Everyone else was. I Jalen Rose. I hear ninety nine percent. First of all, well, Jalen Rose. At least he left that percentage at that one point. But that doesn't what make, it's, like from, from a logistical sa- standpoint. From what it you sounds can't like hear though, he was he was ninety nine percent going to sign with either the Lakers or the the Raptors. Yeah. From what it sounds like. And until yeah. the Paul George thing happened. Until the logo. Oh, man. Stepped in and just fucking so put I, his mark on it again. So that happened on Friday night. That happened over, That happened late Friday night, so July 5th. I was playing a poker tournament in the lovely Hawaiian <laughs> Gardens Casino. <laughs> Quality place. Quality place. Great place to spend a Friday. Earthquake hits. Oh, while you were in the casino? While I'm in the casino. Oh, that's freaky. It was fun. It was fun. The best part was, if you ever go to the Hawaiian Gardens Casino, there's a lot of Asians that play there. Every Asian in the place just runs for the door yelling, freaking out when the earthquake hit. It's, ah, you know, just going nuts. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Did you not get up? up? No, there's no reason for me to get up. Was that the bigger one? or was the, the bigger one. It was yeah. the bigger one, okay. I would have gotten up if I was under one of the TVs because the TVs were rocking pretty yeah. badly, but I wasn't, so I just sat That there. room's pretty, like, foolproof for an earthquake, though. It's big ceilings and stuff. There's not that uh, much. I mean, if a big earthquake hit that place, though, you'd be dead. You think like, so? There's not many places to go. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, that happens. I make it pretty deep in this poker tournament. How did you find out? So I'm sitting there and I'm on another text thread and all someone texts is shams. So I'm assuming that that has something it's to do dumb. with Kawhi. It wasn't even up on ESPN yet. Not that that's a shocker. Because, uh, you know, the TVs are all on around me. I look up on Twitter. Kawhi Leonard signs with Los Angeles. And I'm just like, fuck, he signed with the Lakers. Because at this point, a win for me was him just going, not, to, going, him going back to Toronto. Like we were both hoping for a one-year deal <laughs> yeah, in Toronto. I and- just could not have handled another another era of Laker flags up and down the 405 freeway and just shitty, stupid, fucking, like, Mighty Ducks fans, basically, that are Lakers fans. Man, I'll be honest with you. That would have been the greatest team ever assembled. That would have shit yeah, on the Warriors Yeah, there's no team. question. There's no question. At least uh, for the next two years. There's before. Yeah, there's no question that that would have been game over uh, for the league. Uh, so I see that, and then I see Clippers. And I'm just like, so in these tournaments, you, you, you play poker, Jason. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can use, when you're playing normal cash tables, you can use your phone at the table. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. When you're playing tournaments, I guess it's kind of a no-no to do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a shit with these people. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like 25 seconds later... I see the Paul George tweet. 
And I'm just, and, and it's not, I'm it's not, not clicking. I'm not comprehending what happened because Paul George is not available. Paul George is not a free agent. No. He's in, just signed a monster deal with Oklahoma. And don't forget, he just spurned the Lakers last spurned year. Spurned the Lakers, proclaimed his, his loyalty to Russ Westbrook. At the wackest backyard party in yeah. Oklahoma City. Yeah, they threw a they threw a they threw a party Sorry, for him eh? in a in a bar mitzvah tent in Oklahoma City. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I tell someone at the table, nobody cares because this is a big tournament. This was like a 430 people tournament. There's like 60 grand on the line. I'm not at the finals, obviously, but still. So people are mm-hmm. fucking serious. A couple of people are like, wow, they don't give a fuck. They're back looking at the things. I'm just like, what the fuck? People are texting me. We're on the thread. I'm like, Jason, you got to wake up. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> I was and, out. And I was so happy and that I didn't care about playing poker anymore. And I just pushed in on a stupid hand <laughs> so I could get out of there yeah. and get on the phone and start talking to people. <laughs> I, at like 1230 at night. I know I called you at like one in the morning. <laughs> I did have a missed call from you. I couldn't sleep. I was really upset that I wasn't awake for this. Oh, but I also probably wouldn't have gone to bed till four a.m. Oh, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. It was it was it was nuts, and it was it's never been. What are we? Five days? Oh, yeah, five it's days. Not even a week yet. Removed. It's never been so enjoyable to listen to sports talk and right and I'm listening to in everything. Oh, I've re-listened to podcasts probably a couple times just so I could hear them talk about. I listened how to the amazing. Bill Simmons one. Oh, I listened it's to great. like it's great. It's great. And it's like I'm reading all these articles. There was a great article in uh, SB Nation today talking about how this even came to fruition. The nine moves over the last yeah. two years, like from trading Chris Paul to bringing in Lawrence Frank, everything that's happened to get to this point is just unbelievable. Like if you're not an NBA fan, it's master. It's just. Full blown mastery. Of, it's top of, level strategy, and there's some luck involved because obviously it's yeah. all for nothing if you don't pull this off. But you're swinging for the fences, and you actually do. It's the Kurt Gitson 1988 home run. Absolutely, can't 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 walk. Fist pumping around. You have to hit a home run, uh, yeah. otherwise you're fucked. Um, and it's just been awesome. You can't write like it's like a fucking screenplay. You have LeBron in LA with his, you know, he's been on what three teams now, mm-hmm. one team twice. Uh, he's. It's not that LeBron's not a likable dude because he 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 is and he's a great player, but it's kind of fuckboy the shit that he's that he's done with his career. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's also obvious well, too that he's the decision definitely, was pretty whack. He, the decision was whack, but you can tell he's definitely that dude. Like growing up, we all had like the the kid that their parents got them the Nintendo first, and they had the dope. Yeah, he bikes, really cares what like everyone the good, thinks. The good toys. And like would have the dopest sleepovers, but when you were at his sleepovers, you had to do everything that he wanted to do. That's LeBron. <laughs> like you want to play Nintendo, dude. That's a great analogy. That's LeBron. We all had that friend. Yeah, and you had to hang out with them because they he had the dopest shit. I'll say this though, like uh, even though LeBron's a Laker, I cannot say enough positive things about him. Sure. Considering he's been in the spotlight since he was 15, 16 years old, he was on. It's remarkable. He was on. Uh, I want to say HBO, like wearing the stuff over his tattoos when he was in high school. Yeah, playing. it's remarkable. His, his games were there, and he's 36 now, and he's no scandals. His worst scandal is like the decision, or well, and the rumor that he, uh, that him Delonte. and Beyonce had an affair, and which is kind of dope. And that uh, apparently that Delonte, Delonte West, West hooked up with his mom, but that's but like not really if, a if he had an affair with Beyonce, that's kind of sick. I don't, I still don't buy it, but but maybe so. And then Kawhi Leonard, who's the antithesis of not only the the glitz and glam, Showtime Lakers, the Jack Nicholson, everything that repre- that that Kawhi represents is that team. what a Clipper is. He's grimy. He's quiet. Blue collar. 
Yeah. Go to so, work every day, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not glitzy. I'm not hey, glamorous. This isn't a sure thing. This isn't like the the Warrior Squad. This isn't this, not this by isn't like shot. the Heatles. But uh, it's also the most parody in the NBA. I was talking to someone about it today that I can never remember, mm-hmm. and I mean that. In the sense that, like, obviously, recently, it used to be two superstars was a rap. Now it's three. And then most recently with the Warriors, it was essentially four all-stars. Yeah. But even in the Shaq and Kobe and the rest of those teams weren't very good, the Shaq and Kobe era, you knew those were over before no, those no, no, seasons no. started. Those were, though, because that was before you had three. That was before teams were putting three. To have two superstars right. was... The, was the, the three. equivalent was exactly the three. It was the equivalent of three when Paul Pau Gasol went to the Clippers? I mean, went to the Lakers. You kind of you pretty much knew like it was a shock when Boston upset him that first year. Was it? And it was a huge shock when obviously Detroit upset the Lakers yeah. with no All Stars. Oh, well, there you go. That's the, that's the super team, the one with with Karl Malone and yeah, Gary, and Gary Payton, Payton, and that didn't work. And that didn't work. Uh, but uh, it's just insane. It's amazing. And Kawhi Leonard, as we're recording this, signed his contract today. A little bit shorter contract that I would have liked, but Two plus I'll one. take it. I'll take it. You know what? This is going to be, I, I, I was telling you earlier, I have been watching, ESPN's uh, got the rights to all the summer league games, and I have watched like three summer league games. I'm so hyped for the, I want the NBA to start tomorrow. Like I'm just ready for all of it to come back. Oh yeah. It's, it's going to be so fun this year. I haven't thought about football like once. I don't care. Season. Granted, our teams Our suck. teams are ranked 32 yeah. and 31, I think. But and it, it would have been appropriate. We should have called Catherine Wood. We should have had him call, call in for this episode. If you got longtime listeners, last uh, last year when I believe it was right when the season started, Mike made a bet with you. Mm-hmm. That, we had a bet. We had a very that friendly Kawhi bet. Why would go to the Lakers, not the not the Clippers? Yep. And whoever, whichever one was right. Actually, his was a little bit more foolproof because no, he could have won any other it team. It didn't matter. Yeah. It was just Clippers. He had way better odds. We had to. It was Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, would go to the Clippers. Correct. And if they went anywhere else, he won. And if yeah. they went, one of them went. I won. And the bet was for a tattoo. Those were a tattoo. You you would have to get his face. Yeah, his face. But, but Mike already has a tattoo of you. He has a centaur version of me on yeah, his arm. A chubby version of you. Yeah, which was his call throwing a champagne bottle instead of a spear and it it has to he'd have to add a first it's supposed to be a big horse cock and then we decided to kind of uh tailor the the bed a little bit because he has a daughter and it's a pixelated cock. which is a concession i offered him he was ready to go full-blown i was like let's do a pixelated yeah pixelated and then now mike's trying to back out of the bet yeah, he definitely pulled the my my wife wouldn't be mad, but she'd but be disappointed. You, you went, you did, you pulled like a pretty smart political move and told Jason Ellis. Yes, and Jason Ellis just ripped him apart on Tuesday. <laughs> and now I don't think he gets out of it. Now I think I think Dude, Mike's going to have to add his a, street cred is on the line yeah. right now. Jason, yeah. let him have it. I don't even like basketball, but this is you fuckers have been talking about this for yeah. six months. Yeah, now I think he's kind of effed. Yeah, he's uh, effed. You can say fucked. Yeah, yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> but yeah, we are talking about pixelated dicks, so I guess I can say the word. God bless the Clippers and God bless Jerry West. God, it's going to be a great. And God season, bless man. Doc Rivers, man. What a great, what a one eighty he's done. Yeah, man, this is going to be. I've actually so personally fun. always been a fan of him. I know some of you. I know you. You went through a spell where you didn't like. him. I did. I had a moment. I've, I've always been a fan of Doc. Uh, I think he he's won a, me he's back a, over. He's a class act. Well, and then he did a he did a phenomenal job last year. 
I, you know what? I, I never, my problem with Doc was never his coaching ability. My problem with Doc was when he was in the dual role. Yeah. When he was president and making, trading first round picks for Jeff Green and other, tra- just tragic, trading first round picks for Austin Rivers, who was going to get cut. It is funny. I think you might have sent this to me or someone did. I guess Paul George was engaged to Doc's daughter yeah. and cheated on her. And I remember when that happened because that was when the text with messages the strippers. with the strippers. Yeah. And now Seth Curry's married to his daughter. Yeah. He's not married to his daughter. His daughter's pretty hot too. I've seen her. Doesn't have the uh, famous rivers. No, she's she's doing okay. She's doing better than her brother or dad. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Props. props hopefully, hopefully pops is over it now that she's married. He, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's over it. I'm sure he's over it now. Yeah, I think he's not going to complain at this point. Yeah, he's got a chance to win a ring. Let's put it. In, if I were him, down. I'd just be more mad at my daughter for dating NBA players. Right, there's because like, you know Doc used to fuck around on his wife when he was an NBA player, dude. I mean, it's it's kind of a like a known fact that I think the in, the infidelity rate athlete, is any pro athlete is well over well north of sixty percent. It's got to be, and it, and it, there's a lot of like there's a lot of like functioning rationale to it. You're, you're rich, you're on the road, you're in amazing shape by yourself. You're by yourself, and there's chicks that are just throwing, throwing pussy at you, throwing themselves at you. Like, I've, I've, you ever gone like to a Clipper or Laker game where yes, you can you, you can, can see the girls in the stands that guarant that showed up uh, hoping to get the attention of a player right? that they could fuck that night. So I told you my my buddy has he reps a couple athletes that are playing the NBA and they all have a term for it work. <laughs> the girls are called yeah. work. Those girls are called work. He's like, oh, that's work right there. I saw, uh, remember when Scottie Pippen went back to the Bulls and he just sat on the bench like the last year so he could retire with the Bulls basically. Mm-hmm. I saw one game, I used, my my buddy used to have really good season tickets uh, and I was sitting right by Scotty, and I saw Scotty uh, pick up a chick from the bench. Doing work. Doing work, yeah. Doing but, the Lord's work. But yeah, well, let's, let's jump into it. Uh, Chance the Rapper. Back in the news, he doesn't have his new album is not out yet, unfortunately. But uh, Acid Rap, uh, his which is like two albums ago, right? Yeah, yeah, number five on the Billboard charts. Uh, I think that's just because everyone's excited because he announced he's got this new album yeah. coming out. Man, that's awesome. And then I didn't even realize this, but Chances in the the upcoming Lion King. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy to think that this is definitely going to be the hearing this news. Tells you this is the most anticipated album of, of the summer that people are going back. Remember this happened famously when Frank Ocean like jumped on Instagram, and uh, his first album started charting again. It's definitely people are ready for a Chance album. Yeah, it's very obvious. It's gonna be a big album. Pretty brilliant marketing for him too. If he's got an album coming out and he's got Lion King to help push that narrative forward, it's a smart time to release the music. You have kids, so you're definitely going to go see this movie. I might go see it because I'm a little curious, but it's a fucking kind of w- a weird call. This whole, like, lo- it's like Real. all CGI. Well, obviously, you can't train lions to do <laughs> movies, but it's just, it's not really live action, right? It's still a cartoon. No, I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to support my boy Donald Glover. Who's well, we'll lead. see. We'll see how the, the CGI does. You see him on uh, Kimmel? Yeah, let's talk about that. So he, he showed up on Kimmel. Uh, dressed like a lion and just dressed like a lion and decided to fuck with everybody I don't believe a word that he said about both the Childish Gambino album and Atlanta the show I think he's completely trolling but he basically said that uh, he's not planning on releasing any new music this year that he's just gonna tour which is bullshit 
he's coming out with an album. He's been you think he's, so? Yes, he's coming out with an album. Not only that, but he's been teasing that song, that human human uh, being song, or whatever it's called, for like seven months now. Mm. Um, and he's and then he said that uh, he said that he's not. He said he's contractually obligated uh, to he, to to state that he's actively working on the next season of Atlanta, which was kind of a wink wink that he's not. Uh, and he, he even went as far as to say that this interview is a script for Atlanta, if anybody asks. He's so full of shit, dude. He's working on, I'll tell you why, because, uh, what are we? The last season of Atlanta was in 2017. So we're almost a year and a half removed from it, I want to say. Yeah, at least. At least. It's, we're in July here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's 100% going I don't, Atlanta might not, the season might not come out this year, but he's working on it. Motherfucker's acting like he's not. I, You know what? With him, you can never tell. I feel like he's got so much going on that who knows what he's working on actively. The guy's got his hand in everything and he's dominating every field right now. But he's not, they're not doing another Star Wars movie. He just got done Lion King. I mean, I'm sure he's got other acting roles lined up, but nothing really high profile. Man, the last few Star Wars movies were rough to watch. I ride for that solo movie, but he he's not very good in it. No, he's not. Uh, the guy that plays Harrison Ford, or Harrison Ford, basically Han Solo. He's Han great. Solo, he's good in it, though. He's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's always there, there's always gonna be a childish gambit. There's gonna be a childish gambit. Um, he's full of shit. I, but, but I, I, I think you're I, hedging right now. You want one bad. It's been three years, right? No, 2016 is when. Love Below? No, sorry, not Love Below. Uh, Wake of My Love. Wake of My Love. That's Outcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 20, it's been, no, it came out in December of 2015, actually. Okay. So nearly four years. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah, you're getting some mileage off Redbone, homie. He is. He got to headline Coachella off This Is America, essentially. Yeah. And the entire brand. And hold on, and I wish Shev was here because we were talking about acts that d- you, you guys famously didn't think that he deserved to headline Coachella because he didn't have a library, right? Uh, I So my argument against him was that he didn't have enough hits to be a Coachella headliner. And that he, he has, a, obviously he has a body, of, we've talked about this at length. He's had a, he's got enough songs to play a full set. That's not the issue. He doesn't have enough number ones or massive hits to be a Coachella headliner traditionally. So I, I finally, what three months later, have my counter argument to you idiots saying that he doesn't. But then in the same sentence, you're going to say that Frank Ocean should be headlining Coachella? Frank Ocean does not have more songs than Childish Gambino. Does definitely does not have more Billboard hits than Childish Gambino. Well, here's what I'll say to you is that... That I'm right? Thank you. No, you are right. You're right in the sense that this is what it is now. It's... Listen to the way that we consume music yep. every week on the show. Hits don't last as long. Yeah, like the biggest. I mean, libraries are, do matter. I'm not. I'm not saying they don't matter. Oh, absolutely just, they do. It, but 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 new headliners. Yeah, the body of work and the the length that singles last like is not the same. I mean, outside of this little Nas X song, there's not a lot of singles that stick into our playlists and to our 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 memory banks like they used to. Like right now, I mean, could you even name the biggest singles of this year? Well, yeah, like Old Town Road. Well, could besides Old Town Road, that's Old Town Road, that. uh, an Ariana Grande song. Thank you, next, right? 
Right. Okay. So two. I mean, like, but that's what next. I mean. And, and Ariana Grande headlined Coachella, but we can only think of Billie one. Eilish. Uh, what's her? What should we call it? Bad. What's the song called? Sad girl or whatever. The bad girl. Bad or, girl or bad boy. Whatever. Those. Those have to be three of the five biggest songs of the year. Okay, but they're not like Sorry, PJ. They I just moved the thing again. They don't last. They as didn't long. break anything. Though. We, we don't. We don't. We don't get rinsed with terrestrial radio with the same singles as much as we used to. They don't. It, the music doesn't stick the same way that it did before when there was less platforms to hear it on. And it goes back to the argument that music doesn't mean as much to people anymore because there's no tangible value to it. You can't hold it in your hand. You're right. You're absolutely right. And that, yeah, it's what the new library or the new hit is public attention. Absolutely. That's what it is now. And Frank and Ocean is you, like- Seb, you're not here because I would win this argument if you were here right now. But I'm, I'm conceding no, the I know point you to are. you. I'm conceding the point to you that- it's not. It's not what it was, and and you know a lot of people. Obviously, Ariana Grande had a huge Sunday. She headlined this year, and she has a huge body of work. But music, it just it doesn't have the lasting power that it used to. And part of that's because there's honestly too much. There's too much stuff that comes out every week. I try to listen to, as you know, I try to listen to the entire New Music Friday. Sometimes, much to your dismay, <sighs> here in the office. Dude. It's a and, minefield. And there's maybe a couple songs out of there, but you know what? It's hard to like, you're going to get hit with a new wave of 200 yeah. more seven it, days it's later. The counter, it's the counterbalance to the, to, uh, it's the counterbalance to the liberties uh, unsigned artists have now and the way, the yep. way, the way streaming works. It really is. Which we already know and it unsigned is, artists now are, yeah. are increasing their, their, their revenue share every single year. I think it's over 3% now of all, money generated from streaming and, yeah. and music was done by independent artists. Sure. So there's, you know, and I know, I know, I don't argue with you on this point, but Seb's, we're losing mega stars and all that stuff. I don't, I don't, that, yeah. that's an old man argument to me. That's, that's kind of shaking your cane at, sure. at people. I, I don't think that's the problem. I just think that it's, it's a different, it's a different landscape. It's who can control the narrative and who can control social media and who controls the conversation. Like you said, the longest. That's who's going to be the headliners going forward. And we forward. laugh about this, but like Lil Nas X, right? There's no question. Lil Nas X is a one-hit wonder. Like down, like he's the definition of a one-hit wonder. And you know, he he releases kind of this weak EP. Um, he's got a phenomenal social media. Have you follow? Do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah. He's great. No, that's why I don't and think I, it, so much. Like, be a I one pay hit attention wonder. to him more, right? Because like we talk about this all the time, like. You have to stay relevant, and like maybe if you can't with your music, you have to have content. And yeah, that, I actually think it. he's gonna stay because he he does have that it factor when it comes to staying in the limelight. Fuck, dude, then he needs to work with a good producer or something. Man, him on him on. Uh, he's so funny. Him on BBC when he walked in front of the camera during the interview, oh, they're yeah. making fun of him. <laughs> like he does these little things that whether he's doing them on, if they're calculated or no, not, I don't think they are. It lends way to his character yeah, so much more. Are. It makes him so much more likable, and it's I think it's it's going to allow him this misstep with this last album. He'll be able to carry it into the next. Yeah, yeah. No, he's going to have to land on the next one though. He's got the money think, now. You would think. You got the money to afford the good producers and to go out and do it right. He's, he did a, card, a song with Cardi. That was a decent track. And the other one, two of those songs are okay. It's just, it, you can't put out a five-track EP after you have the biggest song now, of the isn't year. It, he did, there's seven songs on there. Seven, but there? one's Old Town Road and the other's the Old Town Road remix. <laughs> so, <laughs> five new songs. Uh, in vegan news, Jaden Smith is just, oh, he's opened up a, a vegan 
pop-up food truck on Skid Row called I Love You Restaurant uh, where he's just going to be giving out free food to the homeless. Vegan food, though. That's really cool. I mean, he can do it. He can afford to do it. I mean, I think it's a cool concept. I was down there yesterday. Isn't there better ways you can help the homeless? By other than feeding them, how much can they feed? Pe- how much? I want to know how many people they're feeding. I got to imagine. I would imagine if he did a pop up, he'd probably feed a hundred like, a day. You know what I mean? How many are soup kitchens feeding? Do you think, dude? Have you have you been downtown lately recently? No, I heard it's really bad. It's really bad. It's, it's gotten worse. It's tense. There's a. Uh, I was down there this weekend, or no, I was down there yesterday. There's one street. I want to say I don't. I, th- I think it's Spring, where you drive down. Eight blocks, and it's nothing but tents on both sides of the road, like in front of everything. There's they walk right across the street, like with no regard of whether the light's green or not. It's it's really a problem, and they need to fix it. There's there's a major major. Trump's been talking about stepping in to do something about. It. I don't know what that means, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's sad down there. He's going to cure poverty. Well, you know what's funny and like I not to get like something he'd say. Yeah, pure poverty. Not to get too political, but if you remember, I, f- I want to say it was a year or two years ago. They actually L.A. passed a law for like a billion dollar stipend to build a homeless, uh, like a living center for for homeless people. But all the different suburbs of L.A. don't want it there, so they've been arguing with these different areas. That's in LA always happened with. That's all. That's, that's, that, that's always happened. That's it's the same argument. That's with uh, like rent control. And uh, what do they call it? Um, because it lowers the value of the homes and lowers the, in the, the values area. of the homes, and so nobody else wants it. That's all, the, that's like a that's always been that's always been the argument. And I get it if you're a homeowner that you scraped and saved for this little apartment in downtown LA, and then they put a fucking homeless shelter right next to you or a homeless building, whatever right. that is. Like I get that argument. That, that totally that makes your, sense. Your property value is never going to go up. Well, at least for yeah. for a longer period of time. I understand that. You know, I've always thought, and it's kind of like a, I, I've always thought the area, you know, like the circular area in between like on-ramps, that's just usually like ice plant or useless space. Well, they've done not so build many, stuff gent- there? they've done so many of these gentrification studies and these like anthropological studies and they, they've all found, it's always the same thing. It's never a good idea to, to it's a, it's like the projects. Like you don't clump a bunch of people together. You have to spread them out. And- Dude, we have a lot of space in the United States. Like, I know. It's like just spread it out. We have a lot of space in California, well, dude. And if there's a billion dollar st- exactly, if there's a like, billion dollar stipend, why not put that somewhere where you can build them each houses? Well, those, a, a lot of those people can't have can't live in their own houses. They have to they have to live in a center where somebody's monitoring. You're talking about a lot of mental illness and yeah, um, you know, drug abuse and alcohol abuse and I don't know. I just I'm don't not, know how far a billion dollars even goes in Los Angeles County. <sighs> Yeah, I'd be curious. Obviously, how many like does that even build? I mean, how many homeless do they speculate they have in LA? It's oh, well over a thousand. Well, a billion dollars should be enough, then. You think so? Yeah. I'm curious to know what that number is. It's got to be in the thousands, though. Next time you go down, down downtown LA, it's crazy how many more tents have popped up over the last couple of years. Meanwhile, there's the most cranes in the entire country are in Los Angeles right now. There's more development happening in Los Angeles than anywhere else. Except for maybe Seattle. That makes oh no oh yeah I thought Seattle was the number Seattle's one. Seattle's yeah. got a bunch of stuff. That's how they. That's how Google. They, that's and, how they gauge growth. Yep. Fuck growth. Um, <laughs> in other news, Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk was huge like five years ago. Like there was there was no question when the Chicago scene was popping, when that whole drill scene was popping, the Chief Keys, 
the the uh, what's the dude that died? Fredo Santana. Mm. Um, oh wow, I forgot about that one. All those dudes that came out of that, that came out of that area. Little Dirk seemed like he was going to be. Uh, he was easily going to be the next Chief Keef. Uh, he obviously is from a better Chicago gang affiliations, uh, in and out of prison. But then he he did the same as his as his career grew. Um, he started this whole like you know, like like a ceasefire type thing through his career, like, you know, like speaking out against weapons sure. and, and all that. He must have forgotten because he shot somebody. Uh, he shot somebody uh, last month. Um, so he's been in and out of prison waiting, awaiting trial for attempted murder. Um, but he, he decided to release a new album over, over the weekend, Love, Love Songs for the Streets too. I just don't feel like anybody cares about drill anymore. Mm, I haven't heard that. Like it came and went. No, I haven't heard that term like, in a while. I don't think anyone does care. Like if Drake's not trying to make drill music, then it's not, people don't give a shit about it. Maybe he's just trying to get his legal fees paid for before he does Oh, I'm sure. Time. I mean, I'm sure he does all right for himself still. But but then again, maybe not because Chief Keefe we found out it's only worth like 1.2 million. It's also doesn't, yeah. 1 million does not call for being flagrant with your money. It's not that much. If you're no, being, not these days. Especially when you have a bunch of kids with different women. Uh, yeah, just he, he turned himself in on the uh, May thirtieth, so a little bit over a month and a half ago. Uh, he, he, yeah, he shot someone in Atlanta. Not even, not even, uh, not even in in Chicago. Most of those guys have to move out of Chicago. I know. Chicago's like, not like, a nice like place. Keith right lives now, in Keith lives in California. Isn't now. that still the highest still murder the rate? Highest murder rate. Yeah. yeah, even though it's down considerably, it's still the highest. Yeah. Uh, little Dirk, man. <laughs> little Dirk. Another little. Another little. Um, Kanye. He's in the news again, but 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 positively this time. Um, Forbes did an interview with him. It was released that Kanye owns 100% of the Yeezy branding and everything that has to do with the company. I don't totally believe this uh, for a couple of reasons. A, Forbes has been kind of shitty the last five years in 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 what they report. Uh, there's no way Adidas is going to lose. I, I, from what I understand, Adidas still owns either the licensing or they own a portion of Yeezy as it pertains to footwear. Kanye owns everything else when, outright, yeah. from what I understand. And I can't see Adidas being stupid enough to let that go. Um, the, the, the Yeezy brand itself has been evaluated well over a billion dollars. Um, but he had some interesting things to say. No he one, no one builds brands for people and gives it back to them. Sure, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, w- w- some of the things he had to talk about were interesting. He talked about building, um, kind of building the entire Easy Line to be biodegradable in the future, uh, and just some different ideas and the prototypes, etc. And then he pops up again on the Forbes list. We're going to talk about uh, as far as highest earning celebrities. Fuck it, let's talk about. It. We don't need to talk about Rolling Loud. Uh, so simultaneously, Forbes released their biggest earners of 2018. Miss Taylor Swift is number one at a buck eighty-five, um, 131% jump over the over year prior. I don't remember her touring, so I'm having a hard time. I don't. I, I don't. That that number doesn't seem right to me. Uh, and then the Kylie Jenner number seems a little too low to me. She's number two at a 170 million. That's what they made this year. That's, Correct. That's not total net worth. Yeah, but Kylie, the Kylie brand's only been around for three years. That's a pretty damn good 170 million for one year. That's gnarly. Supposedly, that brand, that brand's worth over a billion dollars. 
Yeah, but if you're making and cheap- she and she keeps launching other stuff, like you should you should see totally. growth out of there. Well, Not to you, mention whatever she gets paid for the shows and all that. She's other been bullshit. making 150 to 170 million a year of the last three years. I mean, I get the billion dollar valuation. I guess, and then uh, Kanye number three at 150 million, which that seems accurate. You're fu- that's good for you, Kanye, dude. You only, you only have to release one shitty five track album, <laughs> and you and you pull in that much cash. But he's such a fucking hoe. That also such came, a fucking hoe. That also came out last year, right? Uh, that the the funny one on here, Doctor Phil's on here for num- at number nine. I don't know for how much money. Um, Canelo Alvarez, dude. The Eagles, the Eagles, dude. Just still cash and checks. Wow, wild. A hundred million. Did they tour? They mu- oh yeah, I'm sure the Eagles are touring on repeat. Ed and Sheeran, Ed dude. Sheeran only 110, which would lead us to believe that Seb doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That Seb ha- that Ed has the has the most profitable, or has the biggest is the biggest uh, touring act right now. Unless he unless he didn't really tour. But last se- year. let's be real, like Seb's full of shit with most of the things that he says. Yeah, like that he's straight. <laughs> ASAP free ASAP. He's still in prison uh, in Sweden. Facing charges, supposedly, like there's rumors that he's like, it's like inhumane conditions yeah, in Sweden, dude. Like he's he's you sharing, the he's sharing his Sweden. cell, <laughs> he's sharing a cell with with a mental patient that bangs his head against the wall and throws his feces. Yeah. He doesn't have access to food outside of a single apple a day. Um, so no, much, there's access to food, but it's like it's bad food. Yeah, right? so he's yeah. just eating the apple. Uh, so now you have a bunch of artists coming together under the free ASAP. Tag. It does make zero sense that he's in jail. Well, if, based on what we've seen. Yeah. So I mean, there's two videos that are out that I know of. Yep. There's a video that that uh, it shows, we talked about this in the last episode, shows ASAP and his crew being uh, fucked with by some random dudes. And then there's another video of ASAP beating the shit, ASAP and his crew beating the shit out of one of the guys. Um, it seemed like they were provoked though. It do, This definitely do, seems like there's something we're missing if they're still holding them. And if they're holding him like this, uh, he's not in solitary confinement. What's ASAP Ferg talking about? They're I don't know, man. That's the thing. There's conflicting shit. So now you got you got artists. First like of all, he's in jail. Tyler like jail Crater. doesn't have solitary confinement. Might, do you have you ever been to jail in Sweden? I don't know. Fair point. The fucking Swedes do shit weird. I don't know, man. Sweden is. Like, <laughs> I know it's so I, nice there I mean, in Stockholm of all places. I, know, I feel like I could eat out of the Isn't toilet. Isn't Sweden there. the country that has the prisons for the murderers? That's like yes, a, that's a like rehabilitation a fucking, center, it's like a ranch, it's like a and house. They, yeah, yes. But but ASAP gets put in. ASAP gets put in solitary confinement. So you got Tyler the Creator, Schoolboy Q, Ti, Lil Yachty, and some other musicians that are actually deciding not to even tour through Sweden, which might actually help a little bit. I get that's a stand against the country. I don't think the country cares as much as the uh, fans would care. It's one of those. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. It might that's care fucking as, with commerce. Yeah, it might care. They might care if it actually like gets the government. If enough of them band together to do it, maybe it'll get them to uh, fix this. Maybe there's another video out there. Maybe there's more that we're not seeing. But from the videos I saw, two-week detention is ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make sense. Does, These kids. That's what I mean. There's something we're not seeing. I think, or or they're just being assholes. If he's in jail, period. That's what that's what lends me to believe that some of this might be true because it makes no sense. Dude, based well, the on only reason why I would guess that they haven't released him is because he's an obvious flight risk. Yeah, he's not, he'd definitely leave the country and just say "fuck you." I'll never go to Sweden again. He'll pull a Polanski, minus the raping the underage girl, <laughs> instead just beating up a dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know. In, Se- in Seb Weber news, you can buy Fire Island. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the Saddleback K, the private island that uh, Fire Festival was originally supposed to be on, 
It's now for sale. Not that much. Uh, the one 11, in the videos, One right? of the videos, yeah, 11.8 million. I mean, yeah. I'm saying that like I have that, but... <laughs> but it's also a vacant island. There's nothing it's on fucking it. Go- I would, it's if beautiful. I, if I had 12 million to buy something and I could build it out, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. In the Bahamas? Well, you need 15 million probably to build something out. Oh, yeah, because you're going to have to like, <laughs> irrigate in the whole nine yards, but still, it, fuck it. It doesn't seem that expensive. I'll give you that, considering they were going to throw a festival on it. It would be pretty legit if someone bought it and threw fire with an eye festival on the island just as a fuck you. Shit. Spelled it right. Fire with an eye. Um, and lastly, uh, Diddy's talking about bringing making the man back. <laughs> I'm hyped on this. Dylon, Dylon, uh, Dylon. And he's not wrong. Diddy, according to Diddy's Instagram, he's in talks with the MTV to revive the show. Diddy said that years ago I did something that will go down in television history. He's right. That that first season, not the Danity Kang season, the one with Dylon, like mm-hmm. you're talking about with Chopper mm-hmm. and that other crew, was fucking amazing. Well, and think about where hip hop was then was kind of in a lull, and where it is now. Yes, if you built a rap group now with the attention and eyeballs, and it'd the, be a and, lot easier. Well, I think. and Diddy's also a billionaire now. Yeah. That was 15, 20 years ago. Sure, he had the he had the prestige, but he didn't have the draw that he could potentially put together now with social media. This could absolutely work. I think it would. I think it could actually do really well, and it would be really interesting to see if Diddy still got it. The A and R chops to find and put together a cool project. Oh, he does. He totally does. I'm actually interested Look to at, watch this. I'll tell you why he has the A&R chops. Look at the charts, dude. Fucking uh, everybody. Well, actually, sorry, not the charts, but uh, Machine Gun Kelly's El Diablo. How does Machine Gun Kelly have a career still? Because he's Cause, acting. Because of Diddy. He's on Diddy's label. He's That's Diddy's guy. French Montana. Whack. That's Diddy's guy. Mm. Like, is he's. I don't hate you. Don't, you don't like French? I don't, I don't he's mind. an okay rapper. I, I don't. I don't like him every time he opens his mouth to do anything but rap. Hey, man, this is... Uh, MTV's been going back to the well lately. Obviously, they just brought back the hills. They're doing making it. band. They might as well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Once again, I don't think kids are going to watch it, but still. You don't think kids would watch this? Making the band, maybe. Because, because, because how- if you did something like, let's say, if, if it was like you discovered Brockhampton or some version of that, was making the band before American Idol? Yeah, way before. So think about it. Like how popular that show and The Voice and all these shows yeah. still are. This will kill. Dude, when Diddy made him walk across New York <laughs> to get, a, get him a slice of cheesecake. Like that was amazing. That was amazing. And Diddy's notoriously a dick. He's it'll a be, dick. It'll be entertaining He's so shit. entertaining. I just want to see a show with Diddy. I don't care. Totally. I've heard stories about him like uh, that just blow my mind. He's crazy. I, I think this would this would be if MTV's smart. What they do is they put this on Facebook Live or one of those platforms. Yeah. Well, so you it's know, more you know, accessible. did you know that um, uh, Bunham and Murray no longer who famously Real World, Real World, World Rules. and all that shit kind of like started uh, reality, reality TV. TV now have exclusive uh, exclusive first look with Facebook Live now. Really? So the existing properties still stay on MTV. Anything new? Like they do the they do the the Ball in the Family show. Oh really? You know that? Yeah, it goes to Facebook Live. Interesting. Or Facebook Watch. I mean, whatever that is. Uh, let's talk new music. We we brought up Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, who, I I will never listen to that album, so there's no point in even talking about it. But one album that we will listen to. Did you have a chance? Revenge of the Dreamers finally came out. This is the album of the year. Is it? It is fucking phenomenal. You know, I'm a I'm a J. You're a big cool J. Cole fan, fan, dude. I'm I'm in. I'm all but in. I've, but I've heard this from two other people in the office. I loved it, man. I really really liked all of it. I wasn't as flagrant as. Uh, our Dylan was 
with but he his, said the same thing though. He no, said but he said he, he told me "Middle Child" was the worst song on the album, which is a little blasphemous. But it is awesome. You so, know why it's awesome? Because it's it's it reminds me of it reminds me of like a Brockhampton album or something. Mm. It's his whole crew, so it's Earth Gang and all the guys that he puts yeah. On. I heard that actually J Cole isn't like overwhelmingly like nope. on the album even, but the beats are amazing yeah. and, and the actual all his whole crew has like that same vibe. It I'm reminds intrigued. me of a click again. It's awesome. I'm intrigued. So are, are you guessing that this is going to be an app when we do, this is when number we do one our 2019 week. roundup at the end of the year? This will be in my top five. I don't know you what think else. This is, gonna get, you this think is this the best be thing I've heard so far, and it's July. I like this better best than anything Best thing in hip-hop or just music in general? Best thing in music in general. Wow. Definitely the best thing in hip-hop. Okay. Like, it's not close with hip-hop, but I mean, what was it before for me? Billie Eilish, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's not a lot of hip-hop I, to I, compare it to. I think it's... It's probably not gonna. It's definitely not gonna do as well critically uh, and you numbers wise. You were telling me you like this more than Juice World. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it this week, and we can talk about it next week. I'm hyped on it. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are, but I I'm gonna try. I'm it gonna, remind me of. Um, I, I'm more intrigued now that I heard that, and I, it's not that I dislike J Cole. I'm just not a fan like everyone else is. Uh, but I am more intrigued that it's this good without him being on every it. Song. It kind of like and and don't get me wrong, it's not. Sonically like this, but it reminds me kind of of like if you have Brockhampton, it's kind of metal, and you have the ASAP Mob, which is like definitely more hip hop. This reminded me more of like a Jurassic Five. Yeah, like it has that feel to it. I like that. It has more of like a backpack feel to it. It's pretty rad. Uh, just real quick, uh, the charts. Nothing crazy to talk about. Chris Brown is number one with Indigo. I, I, I. Didn't listen to it. I didn't even know he had now. Ninety six thousand units. Uh, people still listen to Chris Brown. Let's do uh, before we before we uh, bring Chris in here to, to recap uh, Stranger Things. Let's let's do a, a quick W's and L's. I only have one W this week, <laughs> and it's a joint W. It's a joint dub. Uh, no, I'm not even going to say what you're going to think. I just mean uh, I talked about HBO's Euphoria last week. How I really like it. Mm. Uh, they put me onto some new music because they had this this uh, they had this this song play of this last episode, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, this dude Anani. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. It, you got to listen to this. This is like the, I, I spent two days just listening to his entire library because it was so good. Uh, he looks like Robert Smith's son, Robert Smith from The Cure. Just a super weird ambient, um, super weird ambient type music. Crazy, crazy voice. He's the lead singer of Anthony and the Johnsons. Uh, if you've heard of them, but uh, Anani, it's amazing. Uh, it's it's honestly like some of the best shit I've heard in a long time. Interesting. So a W to Anani. I will listen to if it. That's how you pronounce it. I think our joint W is pretty obvious. The Clippers. the Clippers. But not only that, I'm giving a W to the NBA. This free agency period had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. I think I mentioned to you off air. They announced the All Star Game for the MLB. The the, the participants this year during. NBA free agency and no one was talking about it. The NBA free agency period dominates everything outside of maybe the NFL draft and the NFL free agency period. But it was, it's... Oh my God, it's way bigger than the NFL draft. But, uh, and then my other W, I don't think you're going to like me for this one. The new Drake track is fire. No, it is fire. Money in the grave. But it's not fire because of Drake. It's fire because of Rick Ross. Oh, I don't know. That opening line is a nah, lot time, Rick, man. Nah, Rick kills it. Rick kills it. I'm not mad at that though. <laughs> All right, cool. We're gonna we'll be right back with, with a little Stranger Things talk. All right, we are back. A little special guest, Chris Alba. Welcome back to the show, bud. 
Thank you for having me, guys. Many times, many times. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Season three. I was bummed. Came out. Yeah. Were you bummed? On 4th of July. Oh, fuck yeah, I was bummed. This so is... before we jump into the show, let's talk okay. about the marketing that went into this. Okay. Because this is one thing that Netflix does a really good job with. Yep. And they have a big show. And Stranger Things is probably what the, the Stranger Things phenomenon is probably able to define a portion of this decade. Sure. Easily, right? Yeah. Easily. And it also is the, up until this point, it's probably their most popular TV show. I can't remember which I there there it wasn't. Well, it might it might be now, but I remember seeing granted they're really weird about the numbers they release. Yeah. yeah. Uh but it's up there. But there's no question, like we what we were talking about with the Frank Ocean and Childish Gambino thing. It's mm-hmm. not about having a library anymore. It's just like how much attention can you capture totally. at one time? Uh and it's similar with Stranger Things because it's just like it's been everywhere for the last three months before before it came out. The billboards right? everywhere you go in LA, there's billboards. They did an activation at the Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. God knows how much they spent on this stuff. Uh, that's the that's like the new marketing play, though. I remember like next door to Avalon, there's a parking lot, and they've done like Frozen activations. They did an amazing one for yeah, it. Yeah, the they did the crazy. It House. I was so bummed I didn't get to go to that. And those are like 300, 400 grand is what those things cost. Mm-hmm. Just to build, <laughs> not to mention to operate. to operate and to have that space for that that amount of time. But so but those are genius marketing. They've content. done this interesting thing with Stranger Things. So if if you've never seen it, then you probably aren't even listening to this right now. Uh, they obviously they they pull hard on the nostalgia. It all takes place in the eighties, right? Uh, I don't know that the first season. The first season was like an amalgamation of like a a Stephen King short story and. Uh, like a anthology show almost. Like it almost didn't feel like a normal series. Everybody loved it. Insane score. Who do who who what was the name uh, of the dude? Survive. Survive, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like really... Goonies and It. It's the first season, is what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and E.T. And, yeah. and then it brought back the whole like kids on bikes in neighborhoods. Yeah. Trend that's like everywhere in movies now. Right. And music videos and, and all aspects of it. And then they did a really good job with the second season. They marketed it not really as a second season, but as a sequel to the they almost marketed it as like its own movie. Like a movie kind yeah. of. Yep. And then leading up to this one, uh, I think the second one they kind of marketed heavily around the time period that Ghostbusters came out. And then they pulled there's some like Mad Max polls, depending on which portion of the eighties that it took place. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, and then this one was more of a like a like a summer blockbuster at Jaws or uh, there's a lot of ocean imagery even though Hawkins in the end is not anywhere close to the ocean. Right. It's, I have my own theories on that too. Yeah. And then, I think they ran out of budget. You think so? I think so. Okay, so we can get, we yeah. definitely need to get to that. And there yeah. was also too, I mean, and the Duffer Brothers got, got sued and, and we're in a lawsuit like, oh, like I think a month prior to this third season coming out, it got settled because there's no question that they... They they creatively borrowed some IP, shit. yeah. Like down to down to the, the the original title was supposed to be Montauk, which would have been really cool if they would have had it take place on a coast somewhere. But, yeah, um, yeah. Also would have been very Goonies. So they they released it on Fourth of July, which is only interesting because Netflix always releases their stuff on Fridays. Fourth of July is obviously on a Thursday. Terrible release day. Um, is it though? It's terrible, dude. It's terrible. That's is come it though, on. Considering- Every, because look at it this way: like him and I have been throwing shows forever. You don't throw shows. We did a show on Fourth of July. I feel like once because it fell on a Friday. It was the worst show ever. It's a day drinking day holiday. I would I would agree with you on a. But kids watch a show. Parents watch the show. But Everybody I think everyone I think everyone like taps out by six p.m. I don't know and if you're sitting at home watching it on Fourth of July and then at night you're watching fireworks. I'm so, not. Kids are. 
My kids yeah, were into fireworks. fireworks. You, but your kids are, don't watch Stranger Things. I think at 13, I'd be really into Stranger Things. Or I'd be really into yeah, fireworks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, get the fuck out of here. Anyways, <laughs> and you, well, how many people would you guess uh, stream this over, over the weekend? Because this was their highest, this is the highest stream they've ever had for, for, 50 a, million. for a launch. You're very close. 40. Wow. Is what they is the number they released. And what are they, how many subscribers do they have? Who knows? Including know. the cheat codes? The bro codes? I have no idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, it released. Chris, you and I started texting about it, I think on Friday. Yeah. Because I think we were both about you were like three like, or four episodes. You were like into live it. texting me. Yeah, we we're both like, almost like the exact same point in the show. Because yeah. I usually it's hard to tell when these shows are, you know, eight to ten episodes, like maybe the first three episodes it's gonna get better. Right. Maybe you're missing something. And season two was like a slow start. So Yeah. I dug season two though. Like, I did, I really I did too. You, I, I did really too. But it. I think that you know you had the hype. It was a cultural moment, and you had the hype coming into season two. And I felt like those first few episodes of season two, it's like it's there, but it's it took a second to kind of get going in terms of the hype. Not if it's a standalone piece, sure. it was still okay. strong. But like in terms of the hype, it took a second to get going. The only re- yeah, I okay, I can see that, and I haven't seen, I haven't rewatched season two, and I I, I should because I. I remember thoroughly enjoying it and thinking that it was. I'm giving it, another chance. It, I'm rewatching it now. I remember thinking I'm that it, was, it, now it was like the perfect sequel. It was a little bit better than the first season, only because I didn't like this. I, I in all three seasons, have kind of had the same things. The, the story's always been kind of whatever. Yeah. The writing's just been okay. Right. The nostalgia's been awesome. The mood's been awesome. The execution is awesome. David Harbour's great. As uh, what's his name? Hopper. Hopper. Um, we hit since it's neon black and it's my new favorite thing to say. We hit peak snowflake again in Why? the news. What happened? They parents oh. complained about the smoking, yeah. the amount of smoking in the show, and they asked it's been them a to tone it down. for a long time. And now, now Netflix is saying for all the original programming, they're going to cut smoking down out of characters, which they cut it's, Hopper smoking down significantly, significantly in this season. I noticed just in general, hundred percent. But it's so accurate for the time. That's why it, be, it became it became this pop culture phenomenon, and so now it's not just like you know, 80s nostalgia sort of nerdy types that are, this is a niche that they're mm-hmm. going for initially that now it's 50 million people or 40 million people are going to watch it. So how do you take but, that world? And now it's like, okay, can't have smoking. Can't be, uh, we're going to go for more violence um, because of your Deadpools and Wolverines and all of that stuff. Yeah. But and I think that they were, you know, they had to consider that what it was now and you know, um, I don't know. Changing how they shot it, changing how they wrote it. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like Hopper yeah, has no, to smoke. Should. Hopper has to wake up and have a beer. My like grandparents that. used to smoke cigarettes in the living room, like uh, while I was watching TV. Of course, like that was that was the of 80s. Course. Listen, I, I'm the only one here who has kids. Yeah. I understand. I understand like the argument, but it's also so what we're changing history for to like. Appease well, people in an, argu- in an argument that, that it's like, can you imagine Mad Men without smoking? Like, if they removed that's, it, that's what I was going to say. Uh, and I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that that it it, it affects the plot. It, it affects, does. It affects the plot. It's not just something you remove. So, Chris, give me your elevator review. What did what did you how did you feel about season three? You watched, you finished it. Yeah, you went back and watched the first two seasons afterwards. I did. Wow, um, you love just, the show. I love it. I, I actually would go as far to say it's probably I was Ozark is is a close second. Um, but it was it was my favorite show on television. I mean, two two years ago, three years ago, we did an entire Stranger <laughs> Things event around Halloween, um, and I think it's I love I know exactly what the references were, 
and these are some of my favorite movies of all time. I'm like, Will Byers is wearing the outfit that Elliot wore in E.T., and they have the lights on, on the bikes, and I'm like, I just want to hang out here. Yeah. Like, I'm actually yeah. okay with maybe some of the story issues because I want to hang here. Totally. Season three, I'm bummed. The whole, the, oh, from wow. the very beginning until the end, I'm bummed. There's scenes that are strong scenes, but everything that I loved about it, I felt like it's like when you have uh, a band that is your, uh, it's like you've, you, they're like your neighborhood band and like you ride for them and then they get a little bit bigger and they're like, you're checking them at these they venues. They that pop album. Yeah, and then, exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they become, you know, the, the pop sensation and you go to the show and you're like, this is not even at all why I was in. Yeah, they write and, Offsprings. 100%. I was going to go with the Kings of Leon reference, uh, but it's you know, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to. You know, fully. Loves, but Jason loves you, somebody, so you can't really do it <laughs> properly. I just want to know if Peak Snowflake is his new like hot phrase. Oh, like, is yeah, that like his sure. Pee Wee Herman hot phrase? He loves it. He okay. loves it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I I couldn't agree more. Too much product placement. Like it was so obvious, and I think my theory is is that like because they built a shopping mall sure. and they had its facade, but like they had to get the financing to build the shopping mall and build the Russian base. Spoiler alert for anybody that's it hasn't didn't even look cool. It didn't. It looked <laughs> it like something cool from Austin Powers. It was so dumb. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I like the mall though. I'm not mad at the mall. I, and I loved all the references yeah, at the mall. And exactly. I was so hype when the um, teaser trailer dropped and it was a commercial for the mall. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really good. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. going to the mall. But the product placement, it was just like they're drinking a Coke and really looking good. into the camera. He's got the Burger King bag and you can tell he's well, holding right. it and it needs to take this much needs, space. Yep. Needs to be. Well, you know what? It is? Yeah. The other part of that too is you and I have, well, all of us have seen behind the curtain of how those things work. Like yeah. the the angle that those things have to be. And it's very obvious that when you see stuff now, I think you notice it with a different eye. Like Burger King probably said it has to be in the shot, the frame, this many seconds. And- 100%. But for, for whatever reason, and maybe it's because it's a newer thing, when I watch Bond, that like I'm cool with with Bond <laughs> rolling up in an Audi with like you know this watch and this suit and like I get it. That's like, Bond. He's story. That's a part of the story. He's, yeah, yeah. He, he's you, Bond. You, you come to the movie to watch part. Of, that's hundred percent. Now, if Bond yeah. was driving a Kia, there'd yeah, you'd be, a be like, what the fuck? I don't care that this totally. is a two hundred thousand dollar Kia. Yeah, that's not okay. what he drives. That's totally. not what he drives. I like semi don't believe yeah. that Robert Downey Jr. is pulling up in an e-tron Audi exactly. in Avengers. <laughs> like I don't know if any of the Avengers are driving an Audi. I love Audi. Yeah. yeah, I maybe yeah. they maybe I would give him that because that's like an electric car. It's like tech savvy, yeah. yeah Jason like, owns an Audi, so he's going to go in on this. A little no, bit. no, no, yeah. but but <laughs> I will the, say with a really cool rap. <laughs> I will say there, there's so many rich dudes. It's kind of like Larry David driving the Prius. There's so many rich dudes that drive like that shitty. No, ass in Prius. real life, yeah, yeah, Robert yeah. Uh, Tony Stark would be driving a Tesla. There's no question. That's what I'm saying. Like, or he would have his own car company. Concept car. Yeah, he'd totally. have his own car yeah, company. Yeah, but yeah, it, but we digress. Yes. Uh, I, I'm with you. So I, yeah, I made it through the entire season. I, lo- I just have come to realize with that show. I, I just going back to it. Like I love the vibe. I love the mood. It's like you said. I want to stay here. I feel like I'm. Yes. I feel like I'm somewhere. You're home when you're watching those. Yeah. When you're watching the first two. But seasons. this time I didn't. For me. No. Same. Yeah. And and I don't think necessarily. I think that the, they made some fundamental decisions that that weren't as good. I didn't like how they lightened Hopper up. Like he didn't wear the fucking hat one time. Come on, yeah. The hat, the smoking, the whole Magnum PI thing is stupid. And he said that he gained weight on purpose to um, explain the smoking thing. That oh. it was like now he's a dad gotcha. and he's not doing All it, right. and so he had oh. a bunch of Snickers bars, and you know he's just he's heavier now and he's softer because now he has a daughter again. 
that there. I mean, there obviously sure, was sure, but it what that what that didn't work for the story. Like that 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 makes sense, but that doesn't yeah. make me like the story at all. Sure. Uh, the the only bright spots that I will, that I'll give this season, I I, I, I like them all, but I'm not going to give them all a, a W. I'm all in on Steve, dude. I just love that actor. When can that guy do some more stuff? Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, and you know what? And I'll and I'm going to say this about him. I didn't think from watching season one, like I saw Millie Bobby Brown's performance, and then I saw the kid that played Will Byers, and I was like, Ben Wolfhard or whatever his name is. Oh, oh, and that's him, the other kid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, who's the all, face all, of Saint Laurent now? Did you see that? Yeah, that's is crazy. he really? I thought that was the lead singer to Greta Von Fleet when I first saw that ad, <laughs> and it's fucking him. It's, well, it's him, and you know who else is doing the Saint Laurent ads? It's Keanu Reeves. And you know what's creepy about that is Heidi Slimane, the oh no he's not Saint Laurent never mind anymore he's he's Celine now because I yeah. was gonna say he's, he's always creepy about kids oh. be a little weird about fucking Finn Wolfhard. That is Bina. weird. They went for like pop culture that it's like G Easy, Stranger Things, and uh, John yeah, Wick. And John yeah. Wick, yeah, yeah. Man, that's wild. That John Wick wild. looks cool. For YSL, though. that's wild. Yeah, yeah, that is wild. Yeah, uh, there's no Y anymore. Well, no but where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go with Steve with that actor? I, I what I was gonna say is this: is that like I there were certain performances where I was like. It's very obvious that Millie Bobby Brown is going to have a like Anne Hathaway type. Oh, she's Natalie know, Portman. There's no question. That's probably a better. She's, uh, she's Natalie Portman. A better there's, fallout. There's, and so, but with him, it's like I did think that this season that you know he. I think what's awesome is you could tell, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think they probably had a storyline for him, and I think they they fell in love with him. I think they probably fell yeah. in love with who he was, and uh, so they're giving him more time. And giving him more range, and he's just well. That's what's so, that's it. what's always been so funny about that character. That that actor, the the archetype for that those types of characters are supposed to be the dickhead rich kid that pulls the chicks. That's really kind of the undercover antagonist that should have gotten killed by the monster in the first season. Right. They did that on purpose to flip it. I get it. Yeah. But that actor has so much charisma that what is it? Will's brother who got the got the girl. Yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah, and he's not. He's supposed to be the likable one. I hate him. Yeah, he's who, so who annoying. plays uh, John Connor in, in Edward Terminator. Furlong? Yeah, he does look like Furlong a little, little bit. Little, little yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got some with, some, with some Furlong vibes. He does. Yeah. So yeah, I I loved uh, I, I love Steve. I'm all in on Steve again. I want to see that actor. And I'm in on Billy. Shit. I think I think that he's which going. One, which one's Billy? Billy's the um, Max's older brother, the one who's like basically our, okay, our and, antagonist. And sort of. He sucked in season two. He and did. He was great in the third season. I'm great. with you on that. I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I yeah, overall it was a big disappointment. I I thought I kept waiting for it to get better. Yeah. And there were things about it that were good. I you know, I, I the 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 CGI budget for the monster, they definitely spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. Uh I was I wasn't mad at the the Russian shit, the base looked terrible. I wasn't mad at like the whole like Terminator thing that was going on with that. I I found that kind of charming. Yeah. But <laughs> overall it was and I think that terrible. for me, so well, how disappointed are you? Because this has been like, yeah, like your what thing, would you grade dude. it? What would you grade this? This, well, is, I mean, this is literally like the thing this? that he was. I don't know if there's like in our friendship if there's been TV or a movie that you've ever been this excited yeah, about. That's what why we had to bring him on. We had well, there's there's certain ones, but I think it's like like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like I waited oh, that's and waited, waited, yeah. And, yeah, waited yeah, yeah. and waited for that. But I think that this is maybe the one of the first times where I was this disappointed. In something that because these these guys are right that like I only have probably a handful of things that I really look forward to in terms of you know media and entertainment. I'm very specific, and yeah, I was I was bummed, and I think that there was probably great scenes. There was probably some really solid sure. writing um, and some the cinematography is incredible, and I couldn't get over 
it was like you you killed something that was so special to me and mm. like i felt like it yeah. i just kept this is this is such a terrible reference but i kept thinking about um how an entourage when he makes aquaman 1 and they're trying to get him to make aquaman 2 and they're like oh they changed directors and they're bringing in this writer and he's like they're just rushing this thing out because it was a huge hit and i was like you you should have taken more time this thing was a very very and i understand that they took they did, a long right? they long did take a long time there? but i felt like i kept watching it thinking like Oh, these guys—they got other offers. They're working on other projects. They're mm. bringing in other writers and other directors to finish thing out, these out, and they're on to like the next thing. Where I was like, "This is for me. This is so special." And like, yeah. you can't just like take nostalgia and like let's see how much nostalgia we can fit in and just you know throw it on, so on the screen. Give me a letter grade for the first two seasons, and then and then what you. What would be your letter grade of the third season? Sure. Uh, A plus for season one. Yeah. We talking 95%, 99%? What are we talking about? 100% for, wow. for, for 100% Rotten Tomato. Uh, wow. It is a very fresh tomato for the first one. Wait, and Dutch. before you give the next one, what yeah. else is 100% for you? Like, what other? Well, um, uh, uh, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Shout out to Eric Avalino. Yeah. I, I knew he couldn't go a whole podcast without bringing it up. <laughs> For those listening, that is a great fucking movie, right? It's a great movie. Um, just, another one that took the references and and you appropriated love them nostalgia, correctly. Man, you love nostalgia. I do. I do love nostalgia. Um, uh, so A plus for season one. Season two is probably a B, um, and season three is it's probably a C. But I yeah, like in my in my heart in my heart it's a D. Um, just because it's also one of those where like, you know, you watch something with so, there's so much hype. There's so much hype in your own mind yeah. and, and it's hard know, to live up to it. You're waiting for something. And then in answering your question that it's like, you know, like Goodfellas. Like wow. Wolf this, of, this is Wolf up of, there with what, yeah, Wolf Goodfellas. of Wall Street. Uh, you know, there's, there's certain Shawshank Redemption. Um, you know, there's certain movies okay. that I just, that I love. Rounders, like Rounders is sort of a sleeper. I and I, I just want to hang out. I just want to hang out great. there. And, Rounders and is way Rounders underrated, awesome, dude. Yeah. dude. Yeah. Awesome. Boiler, That's like well, the movie. Boiler Room is another one. Boiler you know, it's like, I just want to hang similar. here. Very you know? similar, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I have, I, I honestly agree with you to the T. I don't know about an A plus for the first season, but uh, yeah, just shocking disappointment. Shout out to Carrie Elwes, though. He did show up. Ooh. Carrie Elwes did show up. He did. He did. He looked so pretty good. Uh, um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. And Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Oh, that, that yeah. he's Wesley. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. the evil mayor yeah. in this season. He's, he's, he doesn't have a big part, but he's, he's, also, pre he's pretty solid. He's the stepdad in Liar Liar. The claw. Yeah. Oh the claw. my gosh, the that's claw. right. <laughs> yeah. One, two, and three for good luck. It is. It is. It is. It is uh, important to note that for the most part, the reviews are pretty favorable on the season. But it doesn't that, change. I, so my I do. At I all. do want to make that quick point that I think that that was the insult to injury of this whole thing is that I go online and it's being reviewed incredibly. I get to the office yeah. and all of our like yeah. res. I'm like, where where are my like where are my nerds at? And they loved it. They loved it. I was like, they're like, I'm like, Jackson, Jackson's gonna go the fuck in on this thing. And he was like, I had a great time. Yeah. I was like, You did? Really? Uh, I was that's so the thing though. That's the thing with Bill and Jackson. They they uh oh, they softball well, the Well Bill they softball anything Bill fantasy. Bill famously yeah. wrote an article oh, right, right, for right, right. Control Forever defending 
the terrible episode in season two. Yes. The X-Men episode in season two. Right. Which is an unforgivable See, piece of television. It's so bad. So and that thank was God they problem. didn't double down and bring those characters. I kept expecting that some of those characters were to show up in this season. Right. Thank God they but didn't. That's kind of how I felt. Is I that, had, like yeah. that episode was a whole season of that. Yeah. yeah. See, I have so much respect for Shane because I watched that episode the first time through and I just, I didn't consciously do it. I just decided not to watch it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't fit. I didn't even get to these. Like, no, you got to watch the next one. It's actually pretty good. And I was like, dude, that was. Oh, you just cut it off. I just cut it off. Oh, wow. So now I'm rewatching it with TK right now. <laughs> right. I'm like, all right, I'll give this another shot. Cause I was like, I'm done with Stranger Things. That was just a tragedy. I don't even know yeah, what happened. I don't know what happened either in that one. Right. Um, I'm guessing, cause you brought up Ozarks. We got to bring you back because that's your other jam. Yep. I think. Ozarks coming out at the end of summer. Bateman, my guy. You rode for season two of Ozarks, right? Yes. You, the whole entire season, you loved it. Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay, I did. We got to bring you back when 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 Ozarks premiered. I loved I'm it, but in. It's, I'm still in Ozarks. Okay. St- I loved it, but it's it jumped the shark a little bit. But quite it was, a bit. But it, but it, you think? Oh yeah, I jumped the shark quite a bit. But I'm I, I'm I'm like you. I'm I'm still all in on it. It's because the first season was so amazing, and I fucking and the first love. season was so amazing, and the first half of season two was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the second half, not so much. Even though they killed off a few characters that I like. They killed off my favorite Favorite character, character dude. dude. He got the, 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 the opium dude. Yeah. He's the best. But that was, the, that was like one of the coolest scenes, though, the way that they did that. Yeah. I loved how they did that, though. Awesome. Yeah. Chris, thanks, thanks for coming on and, and setting the record straight. Thank you for having me, guys. Three. Fuck you, Duffer Brothers. Neon Black. You're better than that. Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though Cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke, or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. <clears throat> Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar.